What is up? Welcome into the Early Edge powered by Sportsline. I'm your host, Alan Bell. We're going to have a fantastic Saturday show for you. Get you ready for every bet that you need for college football Saturday. Let's not waste any time. Let's bring in the guys. Look at our stars of the show. Micah Roberts, Mike McClure. Micah, how we doing, buddy? I still I love that background back there. That right like on. your backyard is where I want to watch college football today. Yeah, you're invited. Party tonight, you too, Mike. We uh, just come out and hang out all day today. Like uh, we've got like 14 hours of just awesomeness happening today, and I'm ready to get it going. Let's give out some winners. I'm with it. Yeah, Mike, we've got a great, great football weekend, man. Great sports weekend. Great sports weekend. A lot like last weekend, too, is like a nice little undercard for this weekend. As I mentioned last week, I absolutely love when we have just an elite game that kicks off at noon. Uh, I just love it. And that's what we've got today. I'm going to give you a play on it here in a few minutes, but cannot wait. When you get that elite game to start the day, it really just sets the tone for the entire game. Just keep coming. It doesn't stop. You're right. It's like that game kicks it off. You know, last week we kind of had the same Notre Dame, Wisconsin, right? And then the whole day was awesome after that, especially when we got the win. But that's I know exactly how you feel. And it's one of those things where the games just keep going on and on. They don't stop. You know, they just keep coming. And you're like, I got to watch that. No, we're supposed to go have lunch with my girl. No, no, we got the game on now. I mean, it's (laughs) we're trapped, right? You know, you're absolutely right. Like, that's like a life mantra right there. And and you're, you both are correct. Like, when the times align perfectly like that, because you don't get it every weekend, but when they do, yeah, it's fantastic. All right, let's take a quick look at how we finished up yesterday. Not a bad day. Uh, our girl, Alabama, comes through with the Phillies-Marlins under seven. She's been nailing those Marlins totals lately. Uh, Severance parlay does not happen. Site play Houston-Tulsa over 54. And the Jewelers Gym comes through for us as well so we we got to change a life boys we've got to change a life so in the comments right here we've got mark pepler pep 28 at pep 282 i'm not sure how that twitter handle works however courtesy of the jeweler we've got you a year-long subscription to Sportsline coming up right now so wow. let's just jump right into the storylines micah what money movement what line movements are you seeing early this morning uh, well, we've seen uh, these are the money movements from last Sunday. So these are the initial bets, circus boards, no lines available. So that's what makes it important. People are putting their smart ratings, their own ratings against the circus ratings. The circa moves the number quick one way or another. And so there's a lot of line movements. Uh, so we'll start with Oregon State started plus four to two and a half against Washington. That's a significant movement. I mean, that's pretty big deal uh, early on. Mississippi started at plus 20. They're plus 15. Coastal Carolina minus 30 to 34 against the Louisiana Monroe. Michigan State minus 8 to 11 and a half against Western Kentucky. Uh, Texas San Antonio minus 18 up to 21 against UNLV. Air Force 7 to minus 10 and a half against New Mexico and Nebraska 8 to 11 against Northwestern. Those are the early moves at Circa. Those are the plays that the guys saw that their number was better and they made some plays on it. And there you go. I love it. That's my favorite segment of the week. Every single time. I love knowing where these games are going and where they are moving. Everyone make sure hit that like button and hit that subscribe button for us too. Uh, It's obviously free. Just tap it and you will be, you know, notified every single time that sports line and the early edge go live. It's very important. Hit that for us. So that being said, let's jump into some picks. All right. So in our site play of what we have today, we're going to the sec and in honor of M squared in Nashville, 
We're going UConn at Vanderbilt under 52, and it's courtesy of our guy Barrett Salee. And essentially, he says this is going to be a snooze fest. Neither team's offense can really move the ball down the field, which we've seen. And we're going to take the number because it's unlikely that both teams even get to 20. Right. So there's some value there in that number. So UConn at Vanderbilt under 52. All right. So moving on to our guys here, Micah, you've got two plays, two big games. I'm going to let you let it rip, buddy. What you got? Yeah, I got uh, Michigan at Wisconsin. Uh, Michigan, I have rated a point and a half higher on a neutral field over Wisconsin, but we got to give Kent Randall a lot here. And it's not just because, uh, you know, home field, uh, Michigan, everything, usually the better team, you don't have as big an increase for home field when they're on the road. But in this case, I'm giving them four and a half to five. So I think Wisconsin should be two and two and a half and that line has eventually found its way to two and a half. And I think it's the right thing. Look, Michigan, their main thing is running the ball 290 yards rushing per game. That is amazing. That is intense, but it diminishes a bit when they have one of the best running team, probably the best, I think number one, only 23 yards allowed per game. I can't imagine anybody is better than that in college football. So that alone tells me right now, their one thing that they do well at Michigan is negated by the one thing that Wisconsin does well. And you got Cade McNamara, quarterback, his first true road game. This is Michigan's first uh, road game of the season. But the quarterback, this is a big deal for him coming into a spot. They haven't needed him to be that player to carry them, just make a few third down throws here and there. Uh, but he's going to be on the spot here, and I think the Wisconsin defense is going to make him feel how we've seen Graham Mertz feel a couple times already this season, making those mistakes. Mertz, on the other hand, this is a guy who could have been sat down after four interceptions last week. I love that Coach Chris gave him another shot, believed in him, and I think he's going to produce. It's a redemption game, I think, for him in this spot, and I'm not saying that he's going to throw seven touchdowns, no interceptions like he had his first two games last season, but he needs a big win. He needs a big game. He needs to boost his confidence, and I think just the coach showing confidence in him is going to change that mental mindset, and it's it's weird with the college kids. It's so much different than in the pros. The college kids really is confidence and momentum, mood swings, everything like that, coaching, rah-rah. That stuff matters, and I think Mertz is going to be in a good spot here to win the game um and um actually you know i think i I think it's like a double digit win i think it's going to be like a reverse of how we saw notre dame last week i think wisconsin is going to be that team that takes things under control in the third and fourth quarter to win the game and i think the home crowd is going to play a a big deal i also have uh, cincinnati it's almost a similar spot here where cincinnati is like two and a half points better in the neutral field but you give that Notre Dame stadium, give them like uh, four and a half, five points as well. So they should be favored this spot to me, maybe one and a half, two point favorite Notre Dame. And it's one of those things. This is this is do or die. This is like the playoff, really. It's a play a wild card playoff game for Cincinnati, because if they win this game, they have a shot to go to the playoffs, really. And the same thing for Notre Dame. So this is kind of a loser leave town match. I think um uh, Notre Dame's going to carry it, carry the win. And I'm not, and you know, Cincinnati's a fine club, but I'm not impressed by who they've played this year. And they haven't played a true road game, one true road game since uh, 2019. So this is a big moment for them. And I think uh, the crowd is going to infuse some excitement into the Notre Dame 
Irish in the spot here. I got the Irish. Yeah, I, I think that's going to be a, a fantastic game. And, you know, everything that Cincinnati is trying to light up. And we talked about it on Wednesday on the college football, uh, you know, live preview show, which is in your feeds, by the way. Everyone make sure we've got double digit picks uh, in that game. Make sure to hit that before, uh, you know, the game start and kick off today. Yeah, I think it's going to be fantastic. Now, really quickly, Micah, we have a question in the chat here, which which interests me because two weeks ago, uh, for anyone who doesn't know, Mike is a former bookmaker in Las Vegas, uh, has been doing it for a long, long time in terms of his experience around the game. And they asked this, a simple question, because we talked about the movie Casino. Did yeah. you ever hang out with Ace Rothstein? Any thoughts here? No, that well, Ace Rothstein, I mean, a character like that would have been amazing. And it was based off a real character that ran the Stardust and actually moved his jobs around, just like they said, to avoid the gaming control. Um, no, I did not. I would have loved to. You know, I, I have a sweet fondness for the, the mobster era in Las Vegas. I miss those days. And I think the customers do, too, although they don't know what they're missing. But the Vegas was truly Vegas in the sense uh, in those eras. It's beautiful. I love it. Now, M squared, you've got two plays as well in two massive games and I'm just going to get out of your way. Let it rip. Yeah. Two massive games here just to follow Micah up there. I've got Arkansas and Georgia starting this day off. This is an early, it's the first kickoff of the day. I'm taking the under 25 and a half in the first half I think that if the scoring comes and they figure each other out, it's going to be in the second half of this game. I think we're going to see a lot of running the ball early. We're going to, if they are scoring points, it's going to come from longer sustained drives. There's still some real question marks around Daniels and his health. If you look this season, he hasn't even attempted more than three passes of 20 plus yards so far this season. They're going to set him up for very short, comfortable throws when they have to throw the ball. They're barely cracking the top 100 in terms of pay to play. So I like this one a lot at 25 and a half. I think the market's going to clearly move this one to 24 and a half at some point. I still like it at 24 and a half as long as we are above that key number of 24. But I think this is one where they're going to feel each other out. It's going to let defensive battle early in this game. So I'm taking the under in the first half. And then my second play, another one, a lot of you probably will not like this one at all. It is another under. It's a first quarter under in Alabama and Old Miss. We're going under 17 and a half. The game plan is simple here for Alabama. It's going to be keep the Ole Miss offense off the field as much as they possibly can, and that's going to start from the opening kickoff of this game. They're going to be more than content with sustained drives. Ole Miss is also going to be content not allowing big plays. I'm going to look for them to eat up some clock early. And then on the Ole Miss offensive side of the ball, I think one way that they can attack this Alabama defense is actually by running the ball in situations where they are expected to throw the ball. I think the interior line on the defensive side for Alabama is where they're most vulnerable. I think that Ole Miss and Lane Kiffin, I think they're going to surprise you and try to run a little bit between the tackles early in the first quarter of this game. So give me under 17 and a half. Hopefully it's tied at 7-7 at the end, but I'm going under here in the first quarter. You know, the funny thing, it's good that coach isn't on here in terms of all the unders <laughs> that we're giving. Yeah, he'd scream at us. Um, you know, I love that play because, uh, you know, we, we've watched this old Miss team now this season. And yeah, the attention goes to, you know, the air attack with Corral and with Lane Kiffin, you know, obviously calling the plays. But they run the ball much better than they get credit for. They really do. Uh, and, and, you know, what interests me the most in that game is Alabama has been just murderer's row in the first half of games, but in the second half, 
it's gotten a little leaky there. Like not, you know, them losing the game, but they've given up and, and you know, like let teams back door. So I'm fascinated to watch this game uh, and how it all plays out. All right. We've hit a hundred likes. So we're definitely going to change another life here. And we're going to go with Casey Lee at Casey Lee G. Congratulations. Welcome to the Sportsline team. I will get with you after the show and get you your year-long free subscription to Congrats. Sportsline. Congrats. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You know, it's an honor of you guys, man. Honor of you guys. And thank you, everybody, so much for hitting the like button and hitting the subscribe button. I have two plays that I'm going to give real quick. First one is Oregon minus eight at Stanford. Look, this game is going to be a familiar tone. Oregon on the ground, Oregon on the ground, Oregon on the ground. And when they want to go in the air, they're going to be able to do that, too. Uh, I was a little surprised that this number wasn't double digits. I think Oregon pretty much names their score in this game, and they're going to control the game running the ball. They average over 200 yards per game. Stanford is giving up 5.3 yards per rush. Uh, and when Oregon has arguably the best running back in the country, <clears throat> yeah, it could be some problems. Second Plus play. 12 turnover margin as yeah, well leads the nation. 100%, yep, 100%. You're exactly right. Uh, second play, I'm going to go with Wake Forest minus seven. Some books it's gone to seven and a half, but I get it at seven just right before the show uh, against Louisville. Look, you're going to have two really nice offenses, two good quarterbacks going in this game. But I think that when you have an offensive game, you look to which defense can get you one to two stops more, right? And I think that Wake Forest's defense, even though they're averaging 38 points plus per game offensively, they're only giving up 14 and a half or so per game. So I think that defensively, they are good enough to get one, two, three stops. And it, the, this is a great candidate for an over. I'm not going to say that Wake Forest's defense is going to pitch a shutout by any means, but I think that they're good enough to get just a few extra stops while they're still scoring offensively. All right. Come that time, everybody get your paper, get your pencils out. Here is our recap. And as coach would say, it looks glorious. Michael Roberts is on Wisconsin minus two, Notre Dame plus two. M squared, Arkansas, Georgia, first half under 25 and a half. Ole Miss, Alabama, first quarter under 17 and a half. I'm on Oregon minus eight, Wake Forest minus seven. Uh, our side play, courtesy of Barrett Salee, UConn at Vandy under 52. And AB3 today, we're going three money lines, plus 217. We're going to go Oklahoma State. We're going to go Boise State. We're going to go Wake Forest. Those three pay out a nice, you know, little healthy 217. It's nothing extravagant. But you know what? The whole point is just trying to win some money. Yes. That's it. So any final parting shots before we uh, go and get started on this football weekend, boys? Uh, just have a great time. Enjoy the day. Enjoy the games. Really good college football card today. It is. It is. Well, for M Squared, for Michael Roberts, I'm Alan Bell. And you know what? Normally, I would try to imitate Coach here. I'm not going to do it. Nobody wants to be screaming in their feed this morning, yelling at them. Let's just have a nice day, win some tickets, take them straight to the pay window, and get ready for tomorrow. Thank you so much for tuning in.